making this show. I can hardly believe it, and I can't think of any better way to commemorate it than to let the true stars of the show shine, which is, of course, all of you. So we did it. Five years of Creative Pep Talk podcast, and to celebrate, we asked you to send the advice you wish you had five years ago and the advice you think your future self from five years into the future might come back and tell you today if they had that technology. So let's get into our creative DeLoreans and do some time travel. In this process, I believe we're going to find some insights, motivation, encouragement, and maybe even shed a few tears, some jazzy tears, some motivated tears, some moving tears. If you don't know, a few months back, we had Joseph Gordon-Levitt on the podcast, and he was kind enough to rally his troops at his community at Hit Record to join us and our community to create a communal episode of the show. Hit Record is a platform for creative collaboration, and everything you hear in this episode comes from us hosting the project on their app and on their website, uh, except for the parts that I will contribute. So... All the music on this episode will be remixes of our usual tunes by you. All the guests on this show are you. When we started this project, I knew it would be super fun, but when I started working through all these entries, I was uh, <laughs> not expecting to be so moved, and I even cried, and then I really cried, and I, I'm so pumped to share this with you. I can't even believe um, just how special this stuff is. Um, I'm so thrilled to bring it to you. This is a celebration of everything this show is about because this show is about you and your creative journey and your thriving. And uh, I also recorded three things I wish I knew five years ago and include some tactical thinking, of course. So I kind of thought about it like if I could send this back to past me five years ago when I was just getting started, I could have accomplished everything I accomplished in five years in like one year. So I thought, what were the things, if I could just give him a few secrets, how could I supercharge his creative career? And that's what I'm sending back. I also uh, do something from my future self and it was a, a profound experience if you didn't if you've never thought through this as a thought experiment highly recommend it so let's start let's hear the advice you wish you had from five years ago you're about to hear f- uh, a few of my favorite entries and followed by three things i wish i knew five years ago and then we'll go back to the future just a heads up there are some spicy words in this episode in case you don't want to listen to that with your kids aka explicit language and also there's some possible triggering stuff we're going to hear about cancer and divorce and some serious stuff too but i promise that it will uplift you let's get to it i would have told myself the creative advice i needed to hear five years ago is that but some advice that i needed 
five years ago. Wow, the um the creative advice I needed to hear five, five years ago. Five years ago. What's the creative advice you needed to hear five, five years, years ago? ago. I would have told myself that health and creativity come hand in hand, that chronic illness and organ failure enhances a vulnerability that can connect you to your work even more. It gives you a new voice and perspective, so don't give up. I would have also told myself that stepping back from something even for years is okay. Sometimes you need to pause before you bloom. The creative advice I needed to hear five years ago is that it can be really, really fulfilling to put your imperfections, your insecurities, your vulnerability into your art more and more. Those real feelings that you go through each day, those moments where you don't have the answer or those experiences where you weren't your best, or those decisions you made that had consequences, it's okay to put that out there. It can be really fulfilling creatively to do that, but it can also result in artwork that is feels real, but also can connect to other people in a, in a more unique way. If you're putting out how to be perfect and this persona of yourself into your work that you want people to reflect upon you, you're like, Oh, if I tell this story this way, and if I make the character about me but only highlight the really good stuff, I'm not sure that people will necessarily learn from that or be inspired by that. Uh, it's it's can be really creatively fulfilling to be vulnerable and to insert parts of yourself that need improvement. It not only is a good exercise to examine oneself, I think, but turning that part of yourself into a story, even if it's not entirely all you, but injecting more parts of yourself or the things you experience that have flaws in them, it can be really, really productive. It can actually end up being positive. And it can help teach people what you know or explore the things you want to learn more about or improve. So vulnerability, I think, is something I needed to know more five years ago that uh, can find a really secure place in one's creative self. Hey, Andy, it's John Lytle. I got to make it real quick because I got pizza in the oven. But some advice that I needed five years ago, or even advice that I can still use today, is that our growth isn't always inside our work. Sometimes it's the work inside us. The beliefs and fears that hold us back can be far more damaging than what failure can do to us. So this is a written submission that I'm gonna read uh, by Anita5779, and it's called Landing Spots. And I wanted to share it because it's been my experience that every time I thought I found an end in my career, that it always just became a means for the next steps. So here's what she says. 
five years ago, I was starting to get burnout and, and I'm just exiting that burnout now. What I would have wanted to know then is this, the moments when we feel like we found our thing, in quotes, those things that we really enjoy, when we think we can declare to the world, this thing, it is me, I can do it for the rest of my living days. For a lot of us, there is no such thing. It's simply a landing spot, a spot where you can take a break from the pursuit and recognize the joy in that moment, but then you're supposed to move on, keep struggling, keep searching, and make new engines that generate new joy. That is actually more you than anything else. It's okay, more than okay, to not find your one thing. It's not okay to stop looking. Wow, the, um, the creative advice I needed to hear five years ago um, wasn't necessarily creative advice, but it checked my creativity. It was fear, and I needed to hear, fuck the fear. I needed to hear that on so many levels, not just in my creative endeavors, but in life in general. Um, seriously, when you put the work in, and, and you've done everything you know you can do. You've studied, you've you fought, you, you, you really persevered through everything, and you let one fear stop you. Oh, gosh, that's heartbreaking to even admit, but it's the truth. The, uh, you have to say fuck the fear. You have to say fuck it and just go for broke. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, Go another route and try it again. You can do that. Hey Jess, it's Jess. You know, from the future. I know how much you love the concept of time travel, so you're probably freaking out with excitement right now. But hold on. I come with an important message. Guess what? Your patience and consistency paid off. I remember being where you are now. You didn't ever have a clue what you were doing, but you just kept making things. And from where I sit, I'm really happy that you had faith, believed in yourself, and didn't settle for the safety and security of your day job. And that's not to say that you rage quit and got the heck out of there as fast as you could. No, you stuck it out and did the financially responsible thing. And what that did was set me up for success and a very comfortable life. So thank you. Thanks to you, I've been able to see my dream come true and help others along the way. And so I'm sending you a huge, awkward hug from five years in the future. My name is Bonnie Kelso, and this is the creative advice I needed to hear five years ago. Bonnie, I know this sucks. You're an overwhelmed mom of two young boys. You're going through a divorce and you're scared. Your creative life has crashed and burned, and you don't think you'll ever find your way back to it again. But I'm telling you that in five years, you'll be back on track again. So have faith in yourself. You're going to be writing and illustrating children's books, and you're going to need all those stories that you are witness to right now. Write about what's happening. Write down the funny things the kids say. Write down the heartbreaking things they say, too. Take more videos of them just being themselves and playing naturally. Those stories will become your most prized treasures. 
And don't freak out about what I'm going to say next, but in five years, you're going to be in treatment for cancer and you're going to be scared again. But this time, your creative life is going to be bursting with new energy. You're going to realize how short and precious life is, and you're not going to want to waste a single moment of it feeling sorry for yourself. You're going to be flooded with inspiration, and it's going to be because of the choices you are making now as hard as they are. And don't worry, we're going to be okay. We're going to leave an amazing legacy of storytelling behind for the kids to enjoy. And maybe even some other people's kids might enjoy it too. And that's what I would say. Thanks for the challenge. Dear Masha, because I am you, I know you don't like to take any advice, especially not family. You are a dreamer and a perfectionist, but don't beat yourself up if things don't work out immediately. Okay, you can have a little cry and then you can watch a bit of Netflix or eat some cookies. But remember when you found out about the Creative Pep Talk podcast and how you got over yourself and started making awesome things? Please remember there is a fire in you and you have the power to ignite it. Go make art, as Andy would say. The creative advice I would give myself five years ago. Dude, why the heck did you just stop playing the bass guitar? You were getting pretty good. Why did you stop? You don't have any excuses. Time? Was it time? What the heck? You can make time. Give up something. You loved it. I would kick myself in the groin, punch myself in the face, slap a bass guitar in my hands, drop the mic, get out of there. Boom! Shake the room. Five years ago, Vivian um, was working in kind of the more scientific public health background and I always had this complex that I am not an artist because I'm not getting paid um, to create art and the advice that I would give to my former self is essentially you don't have to be paid um, to do art to be considered an artist what makes you an artist is that you create art and I wish I had follow that a little bit more when I was younger than I wouldn't um, have struggled so much with my with my identity write something write everything a word a sentence a poem a paragraph write anything just just write when we started thinking back to the start of this podcast and I started thinking about myself five years ago, I thought it would be uh, at an extra level of connection for me to go back and listen to the first ever episode. And I wasn't really even prepared for what I heard in this, in this version of myself and how much I just 
felt that I'd grown and how much more confident in myself I am and and how just how much this podcast has changed me. So I thought it could be fun before I give myself, my past self, this advice to meet him face to face and just play you a little clip from the first ever episode of the show. Here is that sweet, sweet man, that 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 cuddly little man um, just starting to dip his toes in the water of uh, getting out there in front of the, the public. Here he is. Hello, this is Andy J. Miller, and you're listening to the Creative Pep Talk podcast. Uh, Wait, <laughs> I, have to, I have to cut you off past Andy real quick. First of all, why is the Creative Pep Talk podcast a question? And what is this jazz music? All right, I'm going to let you finish. This is the first episode, and I have been wanting to do a podcast for a long time, and I was waiting till everything was perfect. I had a bunch of different ideas, and, um, and they, they were all so um, just things that just weren't going to happen. I don't have a lot of uh, extra free time. Uh, I'm an illustrator and um, I, you know, I'm a pretty busy guy. Wait, <laughs> just real quick. He, come on guys. He's, he's a pretty busy guy. <laughs> he's, he's got a lot of stuff going on. Oh gosh. You, you cute man. You don't just take it easy. And I still want to get this information out there. And so I'm just going to go for it. And so I feel a bit silly uh, starting a podcast that is virtually uh, me monologuing uh, at you. But, 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 but All right, I'm going to stop you right there. Past Andy, uh, you vulnerable little cherub. You're... <laughs> You're so, you're so, you're you're just so vulnerable, but I have some stuff I want to share with you. I want to send you some encouragements and some top secret tips. I just came back five years into the past to this sweet moment where you've just recorded your first ever episode of the podcast. This step is a step into your true self. You have no idea where this thing's going to take you for one it's going to lead you five years from now to kicking it with Joseph Gordon-Levitt, which I know makes no sense, but it, and it still won't make sense five years in the future, but it's going to be fantastic. But I wanted to come back and say to you, past Andy, uh, you are, by stepping into this, you are remembering who you are and why you're here. And I'm in the future, looking back at this moment, clapping and cheering and saying, yes, do it. That's right. Step into this. I know it's scary. I know you're petrified. I know you're thinking, what are my peers going to think? But you are doing it, man. And I'm so happy and I'm so grateful to you for putting yourself out there. I have so much to be thankful for because you stepped into this. And so on that note, I'm going to give you three secrets, three ideas that if you, if you implement these uh, right away, you're going to accomplish what I accomplished in five years in like six months. So here's the tips. This is like future Biff coming back from the future, giving you the Guinness Book of World Sports Records and uh, allowing you to bet on all the teams. Here's what I would do if I were you. Number one. We're going to use a coloring book metaphor throughout these. Why? I don't know. 
It just felt right. Number one, color outside the lines. I can tell on this first episode of the show that you are very insecure and you're really scared and you're doing it through shaking and anxiety and worry and you're worried. Why? Because you're worried what are my illustration and design and creative career peers going to think about this podcast? None of your peers are doing anything like this, and it scares the crap out of you. And here's what I have to say to that. Don't worry what they think. Worry about making work that doesn't make them think. Worry about making work that's all within the lines, that doesn't get any glances, that doesn't, you know, push or pull or tug or change the way that they think about making art. Don't be afraid about making stuff that makes them think. Only make stuff that stops them and makes them think. That's exactly what you need to do. And this podcast is one of your first biggest moves in that direction. The second thing I want to say is connect the dots. Connect the dots. You're a dot. Connect with other dots if you do it you will see the big picture so much more clearly and so much more quickly. And what I mean by that is get FaceTime with other people like you. Get FaceTime with creative people that are more embodying the way that you want to live and be. There's this analogy that Zig Ziglar used back in the day about fleas. He said, if you put a flea in a jar and you put the lid on the jar and the flea jumps and hits its head on the jar lid, you can take the lid off and the flea will never jump out. Why? Because that ceiling, although it never exists, never exists after that, it still exists in their mind. It's like a dog with an invisible fence that has that little shocking thing. Doesn't seem nice, but uh, you, if, once it learns where the boundaries are, you can get rid of that electric fence, sell it on eBay. You don't need it anymore because the boundaries lie within the dog's mind. And the same goes for you past Andy. All these things that you want to be that you can't imagine embodying. You need to get around fleas that have jumped out of the jar. You got to get around the dogs that pass over the barriers and show you that these limits are only in your mind. And so you got to go, you know, break through the conventions. You don't want to get a business. It's going to take you five years to get a business coach and to get a, a business mastermind because you have this averse effect to businessy words. But you need to break through that self-limit. You need to break through that jar lid and realize that you know it doesn't care if it doesn't matter if you call it a coach, a teacher, a mentor, or whatever, but go hire these people. Go get in front of them today. Go get guests on your show today. Go guest on other people's shows today. Don't worry about being smart enough to talk to these people because you can't get smart enough without talking to these people. So go connect the dots. And the third thing I want to tell you, this thing's going to change your life, this way of seeing the world. Spot the difference. You remember these coloring book pages? They've got like you know, six Winnie the Poohs on there and then one of the Winnie the Poohs doesn't have a shirt on. You're like, that's the different one. That's you. You're the Winnie the Pooh. 
riding the poo without the shirt on. That's what I came back and I defied space time to come back and tell you, you're the Winnie the Pooh without the shirt on. All right, see ya. Just kidding. Let me explain what that means. Here's the here's what you need to do. Go check out all the people that are your people, that are the people that you want to be like. They're embodying your creative principles. They're living your creative dreams. Go make a list of them. There's probably 10, 10 people you can think of that have something in common. They're in the same market. They're living into the – they're not doing exactly what you want to do. You have a very unique special thing to bring to the table, but go gather these people and play spot the difference. What do they all have in common that you don't? Do they have a degree? Is it where they live? Is it the conferences they go to? Particular clients? What is their Instagram like? What's their, uh, how, how do they, have they have, they have a highly set, uh, developed personal brand? Do they have a published book? Do they have a clear message? What are all the things that they have in common that you don't have in common with them? If you will do this consistently, you will get closer and closer to bridging the gap between who you are and your people in the market. If you do these three things, I'll get to go back to my present, your future, and I'll show up and they'll be just like a Tesla in my, in my driveway because you just blew past and just change, change my future. I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's clearly not important. If you do this, the amount of people that you can have an impact on, the amount of people that you can remind to say yes to life and to inspire to live into the best sense of their creative career. And those, those things really matter. Never forget it. I love you, man. I'm so happy you decided to do this. I have so much to thank you for. I'm cheering for you in the future. Every single time you remember who you are and why you're here, I'm, I'm there through space time, through this wormhole, just going, yeah, yeah. So keep wrestling to get back into that spot. I love you, man. Godspeed. All right, let's step into our creative career, DeLoreans into this wormhole and take us five years into the future and hear what advice your future self might give yourself today and then I'll chime in with some of mine. Five years in the future? Hi, past me. It's future me. Hello. Five years from now. It's you from the future. Future you. The future. Future? future? Hey, butthead, it's future you, and I'm just here to tell you that you should definitely turn the volume down on your headphones. As an audio guy, your ears are very valuable, and you are going to do permanent damage. Tinnitus is a real thing. So those late night sessions where you are in the zone and just keep raising the volume, that's dangerous shit. Cut the crap. You don't need to suffer for your art. Ah, fuck it. Here's a rusty knife. Let's cut that bad ear off and send it to somebody. Hey, this is Summer. And so, as far as what advice I would give myself now, if I was five years in the future, um, five years in the future, I would be 
right around 34 years old, <laughs> um, which is weird to say. Um, but I would, I would tell myself now just to slow down and to enjoy everything and to remember that an age isn't a defining factor in where I'm hypothetically supposed to be in life. Um, and just to enjoy everything more and stop trying to compare where I'm at or what I have or what I'm doing to other people my age who may have had different opportunities or taken different paths or what have you. And um, I guess, yeah, just really to be a lot more present in the now and not to fast forward too far ahead um, because when you do that, you lose sight of what's right in front of you and what and potentially could lose certain connections or relationships or really any opportunities that you can't see because you're too busy focusing on you know the future yep that's about it all right (laughs) you're never going to feel this very same way again appreciate today you're at the brink of what's to come and i know that it's hard to let go of so much but you don't need to be afraid to not be afraid My dearest friend, I am so proud of you for how far you've come, but you still have so far to go, so please be patient with yourself. I love you, and I'm always here with you. Seriously, just adopt a cute pup and move to California. (laughs) That comes from Alyssa Margarita. Hi, my name is Adam Hanif, and this is my submission for a hit record. Okay. Hi, past me. It's future me. Stop. Stop beating up yourself, man. I know things aren't looking great at the moment, feeling very lost where the future is heading to, but you gotta realize you're feeling lost because you don't let people in. You need to start sharing your ideas with other people. You need people to inspire you so that you can be better in your craft. Your biggest mistake right now is not willing to work with others. You need to let go of your ego and start collaborating with other people. You won't realize it now, but that collaboration will definitely get you to where you want to be. Because, you know, what is a tree without its branches? So don't give up on your dreams. Keep working hard. Persevere. And most of all, stop procrastinating. I mean, you definitely got the talent, man. You just need to believe in yourself. And believe in others too. The next five years is going to be tough, but at least you won't be alone. Goodbye. Baby girl, you've got to let go. Let go of the past. Let go of the dead-end job. 
Let go of that guy that you know really doesn't want to build a life with you. The universe has such a beautiful life planned for you, but if you don't learn to let go, you'll be stuck in that broken record cycle the rest of your life. And you and I both know we never wanted to end up that way. So, with love and light, please, sweet girl, let go. So, <clears throat> the advice that my five-year from now self would say to me is probably look at your life as if it was a movie and stop caring about things so much. And movies can make you scared, they can make you laugh, they can make you cry, um, but they can make you love, hate, but, you know, just like enjoy it as if it was a movie put yourself out of that box you're in and just see it from the outside from another perspective and enjoy every minute and don't think about like all oh, this part of the movie sucks I'm gonna fast forward it because you can't do that so that would be my advice Go to London as quick as possible before it's too late. That comes from Emma Teacher 2019. That sounds kind of ominous, but, but all right. Hey, Shonen, what the hell? A five-hour sleep won't cut it, okay? I know, I know, time is precious for you, but just keep the pace, okay? Fine, at least add two more hours. You can't just finish a project in one sitting. There's always another day. Okay? 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 Silly! Tilly! Can you hear me? Am I coming in clearer? Hello! It's you from the future. I have to tell you the only difference between you now and future you is time. And that already within you, you have your whole potential. You have everything you need. Already. Already what you're going to accomplish in five years is within you. Already the artwork that you're making is worth what you'll be selling it for in five years if only you believe in yourself. Realize that time is the only difference. Have patience and keep being faithful with the work that you're creating. And believe me, because I'm already here and I already know, there's nothing to be afraid of. Throw those worries out the window. Oh, hey, it's me. <laughs> Guess what? You don't die. 
yeah, no, it's, well, not for another five years anyway, so <laughs> that's pretty good. So just letting you know, you can probably stop worrying about that now. Just, I know you're getting a bit older and everything. Just wipe that one off your list. Just a couple of things before I have to go. I don't have long. I mean, being a super successful artist and everything, um, schedule's a little tight. Just, yeah, these couple of things, really important. I need to tell you, yeah, one, no one's interested. Uh, I know it's a bummer isn't it but you know in a way it's good because it just means well you just just go out and do it anyway two all those answers that you're seeking they lie in the work mm-hmm. so you just got to keep making just keep making 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 but hey you're not alone I'm with you here all the time you know that little voice inside your head that keeps whispering yes 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 do it do it now that's me yeah, I know. Oh, and I've got to say, I'm just sitting here and I'm just surrounded by all of these incredible works, all of these amazing works of beauty. And guess what? You make them. Yeah, we're all here. We're all waiting for you. So just keep taking those tiny steps. Yes, they do add up. One after the other. Tiny steps. See you soon, hey? Oh, and i just got to say, I'm really proud of you. Love this one. This one comes from Yanbu79. You know you can do it. You've always known. It's always been there inside, gnawing at you, filling your thoughts with all these stories. You're 39. You feel like it's over. It's too late. Your whole life, you went for jobs, any jobs, trying to convince yourself it was okay, listening to everyone else looking at everyone who is not a dreamer like you, who doesn't have all this hidden power like you, and then you realize that never going for what you wanted, what you felt, what you knew the whole time was right, is the very root of your unhappiness, of the depression, of the thoughts, those dark, heavy, suffocating thoughts that weigh you down, that get you to believe that no, you're not worth it, no, you won't make it, no, you're not talented. You were just imagining this. It was wishful thinking, delusion, until in that very ugly moment, you hear a sound, you hear a word, you see an event unfold, and it's as if something clicks in your head. It brings in all these images in your mind, these scenes, these words, these people, and some kind of force is pushing you, and it's not telling you to write. You feel that need to write, to tell a story, this impulse, these impulses you've always had in you show one thing. You're a storyteller. You're a writer. You're a narrator. You're making a great living now, by the way. You have nothing to fear. Be honest with yourself. How many times in your life have you been told something like, you should be a writer, and you, yet you never picked up on it? Wake up, buddy. Cliche as beep, but just do it. Kiss, kiss. LOL. If you get a great idea that you don't feel qualified enough or experienced enough to create, challenge yourself to do it anyway. Good ideas are rare, and you know in your heart when you have a great one. Even if you can only execute it badly now, you'll still capture the essence of that great idea while it's fresh and exciting to you. You can always polish it in the future when you're more experienced, but it's important to capture that initial spark while you have it. And who knows, maybe you'll surprise yourself and pull it off. I think five years from now, 
what I hope that my five year from now self comes back to me and says is, hey, dude, it all worked out. It didn't work out the way you thought it was going to, but it all worked out and it all worked out. So you could have just enjoyed it the whole time. You didn't have to spend all that time anxious and eating your fingernails and hating yourself. Because, look, I spend some time that way. I I wish I didn't. And it's, you know, I think every human being fluctuates back and forth between those moments of joy and those moments of um, cringeworthy (laughs) self-hatred. But... uh, but yeah, I would I would hope that yeah, my my 5 year from now self would come back and be like just those are pointless. You don't need to. It's get, you're going to get to where you're going to get and it and you got there. You did. And like I said, it's not what you thought it was going to be and that's fine. You can't see the future, but it's like and maybe even something tragic happens and you know I've lived through some tragedy too and uh, that's terrible, but it's part of it and uh, there's nothing wrong with feeling pain, especially in the face of tragedy. But if it's not a tragedy, if it's just like you 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 getting anxious about whatever, and it's not tragic, it's just like oh I'm you know are I, we gonna I, hit the number? Yeah, are we gonna, gonna hit the number? Am I like is my does my thing suck or like yeah. that's not that's not a tragedy, and you don't you don't need to generate that pain for yourself. Why not? Relax and and just like do what what you were saying that that uh, who was it that Cleese said like hey I, my mandate to myself is I'm going to enjoy myself while I'm doing this that that's the most important thing I I think that's that's something I would I would hope that my five year from now self comes back would come back in time. thinking of uh, what it would be like if my future self just walked in and gave me some advice. Hey. What? Whoa, hey. Hey, what's up, man? <laughs> what is happening? Friends, <laughs> my future self just walked in. <laughs> I got some stuff I got to tell you. Okay. okay. It's, a- it's all right. It's okay. It's just me. I got a few messages to tell you from the future. All right, All right so sit down and listen up. Okay, right, I'm taking notes. Let's. What, what do you? What's the there's, future there's like? There's no time for that. All right, listen. I don't have much time. <laughs> this is what I came back to tell you from the future. First of all, don't get comfortable. Don't, no matter where you go, if you get more successful, if you get all, more options, never choose options that are success or success. Keep taking creative risks, financial risks. Keep getting in the arena over and over and over. Keep allowing yourself to up the stakes so that there you take risk, get fail on many occasions. Keep putting yourself out there in that world. That's called stakes. Keep raising the stakes. I know as you look back to you into the past, you can see that when you were starting the podcast, there were real stakes on the line and it made you uneasy and it was tough and it was a it was a it was a tough thing pill to swallow, but you can see from your point of view 
that it's those stakes that make your life interesting. It makes you lean into life that you know if you don't show up with your best self that you're going to fail and it's going to be humiliating and it's going to be painful and, and, and you need to keep doing that even when it is humiliating and painful because just like a story, those stakes are what keep your head in the game. And as you move further and further, it's going to be easier easier and easier for you to pick comfy, cushy situations where there's no chance of failure. And if you do that, you will get into a place where life is no longer meaningful. It'll lose its zest. It'll lose its saltiness. And you will grow soft. And you can't afford to do that. So lean in raise the stakes, keep taking risks, fail over and over and over again. And when you do that, know that I'm in the future looking back, you know, looking over my past. And every time you choose to put yourself out there, good, bad, indifferent, falling on your face and failure or cheering in success, I'm in the future going, yes, yes, go, put yourself out there. And every time you remember who you are and why you're here, I am there cheering you on. And I know you got to wrestle to find that pulse. I know it's not always easy to remember those things, but don't forget the practices, the things that get you into that state of mind. And I also want to tell you, as I traveled back through that wormhole, I went through this space-time continuum and I saw your heroes are there also from the other side, from beyond time and space, cheering you on every single time. You're fumbling in the dark and you hit that pulse and you get that, you get back centered on what you're all about and what you're doing here and you make that work that Jim Henson is there laughing and cheering you on and he looks over at Tova Jansen, the creator of Moom, and she just gives him a, sm- a sly smile knowingly like, did you ever have any doubts? And Charles Schultz is there, Mr. Rogers, and they're all like, yeah, keep going back to who you are and what you're doing and remember this more than anything else. If you forget everything else, remember, it's not about art. Art is what you're doing, but it's not why you're doing it. And every time you put art above people, you are missing the point. You are perverting the practice. The whole point of your art is for people. It's for your family. It's for your friends. Every story you tell, every podcast you make, every Instagram post you put up, remember that it's about helping people to remember who they are and why they're here. Everything that you're doing on this planet is to remind people to say yes, that being born was a call to adventure, and you need to show them the thing that your father showed you. And in the words of your dad, yes, past Andy, I'm using it against you because you need to hear it too. Remember what he said. That life is hard, but that doesn't mean it's bad. Hard and bad are not the same thing. Say yes to life. Say yes to reminding every person that engages with you in your art that life is hard, but that doesn't mean it's bad. So let's all say it together. 
Yes. 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 All right. <laughs> Thank you, future me, for coming and showing up. Oh, you brought me pizza. Yeah. It's oh my a, gosh, what is it? What's on this pizza? Crickets. That's everybody oh, eating bugs. No. Wait, get get out. Go back in the wormhole. The only way we can survive. Golly. Like goodness it. gracious. All right, see ya. Other than that, other than the bugs, I'm glad he came back. Uh, <laughs> I recommend it. Get in touch with your future self. They're cheering you on through the wrestling, through the pain, through the struggle to find that pulse of life of who you are and what you're doing here. Thanks, future Andy. Okay, there you have it. A community-built five-year celebratory episode of the Creative Pep Talk podcast. Huge Huge, humongous thanks to Joseph Gordon-Levitt and the Hit Record community and the team over at Hit Records. Super special thanks to Vivian, Matt, and Ray and everybody else who made this happen. It was a complete dream come true, and I'm so happy we got to make this thing. Go to hitrecord.org slash creative pep talk to see the credits for the show, everybody who was involved. You can also see them at creativepeptalk.com slash episodes. Thank you so much for showing up and making this episode extremely special to me and all the creative pepperonis. I could not be more touched. Uh, thanks to Yoni Wolf and the band Y for letting us remix his tunes for this episode. Same goes to Alex Sugg for the soundtrack songs. Thanks to all the help from Chris Graham from Chris Graham Mastering making all of this process work. Huge thanks to uh, Ryan Appleton for orchestrating this whole crazy, ridiculous, collaborative process. I couldn't have done it without you, buddy. He's also in the room right now. Can I say that? It's been a pleasure going on this wild roller coaster together. Thanks, Ryan. All right. We will be back next week with a normal episode of the podcast. But until then, stay pepped up. Hey, welcome, Andy. <laughs> that was Ryan. That's what he sounds like. What this journey is really <laughs> See you, Ryan. Bye. Bye.